Hey, hey, hey. Now, you know what the funniest part of that entire thing was, LZ, when you pushed back on Greg about the how many men are you spending the night with in a room, mm-hmm. he gave you – he hit you with a – oh, no, no, my man. He hit you with a my man on that one. Did you catch that? It was aggressive. I was going <laughs> to let his fear slide. But since she pointed it out, we can talk about the fragility of his masculinity. Yes, Holy moly, he hit you with a my man. I was like, you could tell he was flustered on that I one. Was, so uh, fragile. Like, my man, I'm just reading the story. I don't know. So, no, so fragile. So fragile. Seriously. Could you, wait, is it fair to say that, Cap, when somebody hits you with a my man, there is some nervousness there? Yeah, because he's just so homophobic. I mean, and he thought that there was whoa, like this accusation, whoa, no. you know? He thought there was this like accusation. And it wasn't just you, Greg, by the way. I'm not trying to put that on you. It's like everybody was like, hey, you don't stay in a room with another dude. It's like, give me a freaking break, you know? Like, good night. Good night. See you tomorrow. Let's have some fun. I love the my man, though. The my man. My man. My, my man. man. I, I, it was like he, Captain it, America's shield. It was like, you cannot pass. <laughs> <laughs> he was Gandalf. He was Captain America. He was the invisible woman. Anyone who has a barrier, Greg reached into his bag and pulled out with, with my man. <laughs> oh, he my manned you. That is that is that is the very I'm afraid of what's happening and I wanna right. seem I wanna seem like but, I'm being friendly, extra, extra friendly. But, but, I feel like that's but, when you pull out the my man card. But the thing is is that Greg told on himself. He did? He told on himself because I was chilling until he delivered a line with a little bit of a pause. Right. Okay. And it was the pause that informed me. That he was bunking with grown ass men. Now again, I don't really care. You know, say goodnight, <laughs> say goodnight if you want to. Say sweet dreams. That's between you and that dude. I don't really yeah. care. But it was when Greg paused, and I mm. thought, oh, I think there's some shame there. <laughs> See, so I'm trying to say it's man. not shame in Vegas and share rooms. That's what we were getting at. Okay, okay. All right. All right. fair enough. All right. Fair okay. enough. I want room so shame you then. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, you know, we, we, well, we, what we, should we, I have said instead of my man? What should I have said? Was it should have been? I mean, you could have just said, uh, I don't know, like pal. you always say, like, like, yeah, you don't. Just it's just, you know, here's what it is. Pal, I don't know. Is that what you don't refer to the 1950s? Yeah, right. Seriously, <laughs> what is this, happy days? Uh, you, you don't refer to us Sir? as as anything. You just say whatever it is you normally say. Like, there's no, there doesn't need to be any association to it. Like, you yes. don't always say, you know. Uh, today is Marvin Gaye's birthday, George. You know what I mean? No. Or, uh, you know, today is Quavo's birthday, uh, my buddy. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to qualify it with that. No, we no, usually just don't. talk to each other. We do, right, because, I, you're, because you're management, and we have to do what you say anyway. So why, why humanize us? Right. Just spit out orders, and we'll follow. Yeah. I'll, I'm yeah, just yeah. talking I, like I talk. I don't know. Sometimes I okay. throw out of my man. Just to, you know, okay, okay. Spice okay. Things up a little bit. I think Listen, I think noted. My man's a good phrase. My man's a very good phrase. It's oh, it is. the way you say it. Because, like, when you say, like, if you want to do an interview with somebody, you go, yo, my man. That's one way of saying it versus, oh, my man, my man. Oh, so, excuse me. Yeah, so it, it feels like Cap and LZ, it, it, my man, it felt like. I come in peace, right? Yes, like, it felt that please, way. Like, like that's what it, it felt like. Like, here is my card. I come in peace. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am not, <laughs> I am not looking to further engage. <laughs> I mean, it might, might have been a little bit of that. Yes, there was a there lot of There you go. Oh, See, I knew I heard okay. something. It's all right. You know? It's okay. You know, just next time, let your hand be stronger than that. 
Don't give yourself away. <laughs> well, if you, you know, if, we you gotta... if you hadn't given yourself away, George, I would have never have known. But I feel like there's a theme here that we can work on, Greg. So we started with, remember, this goes way back to Kat Von D. You know what mm. I mean? Where we were like, you know, Greg, your game for Kat Von D isn't as strong as we want it to be. Like, LZ, you, you made some comments about it. Scott, you made some comments about it. So we were trying to help you. And then this week we see this, you know, caps on the wall thing. You know what I mean? You get shamed by my wife, of all people, uh, on social media. And then this becomes a th- We're trying to image you, Greg. Don't like, forget, you know, a lot like- of other things became things this week. Like, for example, when he would say things like, here at my place... I let my girl. Well, there was that. Yeah, do these that things. was a mistake. Let's I move may past. allow her to have mistakes. an original yeah. thought on her own. I haven't decided yet, but I may. Uh, there was that too. Yeah. I got yeah. something for you yeah. later, Cap. Don't you, you know? worry. Oh, oh, oh! He does well, have something for you. I do know. Hold on. But that was also very threatening. Uh, yes, like, I know it know. was from <laughs> management, by the way. Now, listen, right, Sir Greg Bergman. You and me tomorrow are going to play this Jim Nance, Sir Nick Faldo thing. So don't spoil anything between now and tomorrow. Just so you know. Fair enough. No, no, I don't think it was revealed. I happened to be on an email where it was something about your past was revealed to Greg and me. Oh, and um, mm. and it, I thought it was, you know, I've known you for a long time and I don't recall this that mm. someone said. How about that for a tease? Ooh, we'll get to good. that. We'll get to that. Greg, when do you want to get to it since it is kind of your ace up your sleeve here? Oh, that's in the game. I'm going to save it for the last part of the game, too. So at 4.30, you're yes. saying? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. So at 4.30, Greg has an ace up his sleeve I like with it. Cap. I like it. Okay. Right. I'm listening uh, at 4.30. Right. I'm going to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I'm like, uh, going there anyway, but everybody yeah. else should be there. Yeah, yeah. By the way, the Lakers play tonight. You don't have to wait till 4.30, although 5.30 is when our pregame starts, and the game will tip off at 7. But the Lakers are playing – the Sacramento Kings. So, LZ, this is one of those games where we've kind of earmarked as, you better win these kinds of games, right? So, but I think, you know, beyond that, there's some extra importance here today. Well, just as the pause in Greg's voice reveals something about himself, a Mm -hmm. loss to the Sacramento Kings will reveal a lot to me Mm -hmm. about the role players for this this roster. Mm -hmm. Because... It's one thing to know that you don't have enough talent to maintain playoff positioning that you had with LeBron James. That's acceptable. We get it. It's okay if eventually you get overtaken for the sixth spot and you find yourselves maybe having to do the play-in tournament. That's okay. We get it. But damn it, don't make the Sacramento Kings be the reason why all that happens. Don't let a loss to the Sacramento Kings coupled with a victory by the Portland Trailblazers send us down to sixth place and thus headed towards the great abyss that is the tournament. Don't lose to this squad. They'll be all right. You cannot. They'll be all right. Oh, oh wait, hey, who's that? Hey, pa- pa- there we go. Elsie, hey. you're not a man who used to panicking. They'll be fine. Look, they're, the sixth spot is, I think, four games between six and seven, so the Lakers will be fine. So you're so okay confident. if they lose tonight? Yeah, it doesn't, listen. 
this team ain't going to look like the real team until AD, LeBron, and the other AD comes back at full, full strength. So don't worry. Well, if the Lakers are at full strength. They could be the eighth seed, and they're still going to be the favorites to me. But to get why out do we need to be at full strength to beat the Sacramento Kings? Well, no, you're right. I mean, the Kings get paid two LZ. They've been playing better. De'Aaron Fox and Ty- Ty- Tyrese Halliburton are playing like a couple of all-stars. So got to give them respect, too. And the Lakers, wait, wait, we started and, paying the Sacramento Kings? That actually no, happened? And the Lakers without <laughs> without Lakers without Davis, LeBron, and, and Drum are basically a middle-of-the-road team, so calm down. Well, well, first of all, we just got Drummond, and when we had him, it was for 14 minutes, so we don't know where we're going to be with just him. Oh, you'll be but, but the larger part is, come on, Michael. No, this team you, is... know, you know this roster should not lose to that roster. Why not? It's no, pretty, they got to win even. these games, Michael. Michael, no, no, no I'm with LZ on this. Right. So the, you look at those games – they won one against Orlando, albeit right. a tight one. They yeah. beat Cleveland. There are only a few games this month where you say to yourself, that team stinks. Even if you are just the role players, you got to be good enough in your defensive but, principles and your discipline on offense to execute to beat those crappy teams. But basically these teams are even without the three stars up front. You guys are failing to see that. The Kings and no, the Lakers no, players are No, no, we're not failing no, no, to see no, no, no. it. But we're saying I'm, if the talent's even, they should win. Well, sure. I think they should win, win more they than can they win. lose. But if they lose yeah. tonight against the Kings, which the, but the rosters are pretty even talent-wise, it's not a shock. Well, remember, right before the All-Star break, LeBron chose not to go with the team to Sacramento, and the Kings won that game that night. Yeah. Now, come on, Michael. Listen, I know you're a, an, an optimistic guy. Mm-hmm. Right. But seriously, you've you got to be able to – we're the Lakers and they're the Kings. And it doesn't matter that LeBron and AD aren't here. Come on, guys. We got to win a game like this. Sure. And, and you're kind of throwing it like, ah, it doesn't really matter. And as soon as those guys get back, they're going to just blast their way through the playoffs. You're very confident. Aren't I you? Mean, um, when you had the two, two of the best players on your team, all healthy, of course, and you add an, a flair like Andre Drummond, don't you think they're going to dominate the playoffs? I think that if everybody comes back and if everybody's healthy and if everybody has enough time to work together and gel and get a little practice time, yeah, I think they got a really good chance. But I'm very concerned about that, that last part of it. Will they have enough time together? Sure. But come on, tonight, they got to win this game against gotta? Sacramento. I yeah. mean, yes. they could yes, win Michael. it. Do they yes. have to win it? Yes. No. Yes. So you're gonna you're gonna let the Sacramento Kings be the team to send us down to sixth place. Yeah, mm-hmm. as long as they have the six, I don't care if they, they, as long as they avoid the play in. Who cares? As long uh, as they're healthy. Yeah, but this this is a very slippery slope. Michael Thompson is what we're trying to tell you is that once you get to six, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Seven's uh, right there. Only uh, a couple more games. Dallas, okay, and, and, and you know that's seven, eight, nine. That's why ten is so fat. <laughs> right. Dallas ain't going to catch him. You guys need to just calm down. I mean, relax. Michael. Relax. That's Aaron Rodgers going to tell you guys to relax. Three and a half games in a span over a month can be made up. Yeah, I guess you're right. But uh, I think the guys will be Listen, all right, though. I don't, I don't want us to lose, okay? I, no, not, of course I, I not. I we all need them to win. But damn it, if you're going to lose, let it be to a team that's at least 500. If you're going to yeah. lose... Let it be to a team that's got some veterans who are proven. Mm-hmm. The Sacramento Kings are below 500 being led by a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. I All understand. right, but I'll tell you this. I, I, I will say this. Yes. That Tyrese Halliburton is nice. No, no, no. Have I, you I seen listen. that kid play? Listen, he is listen, nice. I get it. I get it. They have some kids that can play. Yeah. There yeah. you go, but, LZ. But we have some grown-ass champions on this team. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm with you, LZ. So, so I'm expecting the grown-ass men who got rings on their fingers 
The ones right. who are left to step up and beat these up-and-coming kids. Yeah, Michael. Michael, don't you want to see these guys elevate their game and, and take on a leadership role while their stars are are hurt and on the sideline? Don't you want that? Yeah, of course. And they should take on that challenge and try to accomplish that. You're right about that. But uh, they can only get to a certain level. These guys are not stars. They're not being led by any stars right now. All the stars are out, and so they are falling back to the pack because of uh, who they're missing. And they're in the middle of the pack right now. If these, if they had this roster all season long, would you say this would okay. be a seventh or eighth seeded team? Uh, if without LeBron, maybe AD not and that. AD? Maybe not even that. Well, there you go. Maybe. So there you go. So you got to be right. realistic. But boys. we're not asking them to do it for a whole season. We're, we're asking them to do asking it for them, a month. We're not asking them to beat <laughs> Milwaukee. We we can understand it. We got it. They lost yeah. to Milwaukee. We got it. But but and, Sacramento is all we're saying. Now, and here's the thing, Michael, let, and, and I'll ask everybody here, okay? Look at the next 12 games, okay? Tonight is at Sacramento, but then you have the Clippers oh. at Toronto, Oof. at Miami, Oof. at Brooklyn, Oof. at New York, wow. at Charlotte, who's playing well even yep. without LaMelo. Yep. Then you've got Boston at home, Utah back-to-back, Dallas back-to-back. Wow. That is 12 games there. LZ, of those 12 games – what three. do you think is a realistic record for the Lakers in those 12 Three and nine. Three and nine? Mm. Three and nine. Without, uh, well, that's why I'm surprised. If you think this is a three and nine team over the 12, why do you think they should go to Sacramento and automatically get because a win? Sacramento's because that's worse. one of the gimmies. That's right. one of the threes. That's one where you <laughs> yeah. have W. Yeah. Win. Yeah, you have to have that one. Why you are you have not to have that us. one, it's, it's three on one. Why are you not listening to us because and agreeing with us? Without why the, not? Michael, without, Michael, let me ask you this. Let's just be fair here, okay? The, the Clippers without LeBron and AD, probably a loss, okay? Yeah. At Toronto, now they're not playing very well, but they're still, you know, they got veterans on that roster. Eight, that, that's not a gimme. They're 18 you know? and 30. I get it, but they're, that's not a gimme is what I right. would say. I, yeah. They're better than Sacramento. Yeah. No you know games, what I'm saying? Yeah, no game's a gimme now. Right. No. You, at Miami, who's playing better. Yeah. At Brooklyn, who's on fire. Mm-hmm. At the Knicks, who are playing well. Yep. Mm-hmm. And at Charlotte. Like, that's those are... None of those games are necessarily wins. I know. Right. I know. So and that's why you, you need Sacramento. Well, you you got to win this game. But, but it shouldn't shock you if they lost tonight. It uh, shock you guys well, if they sure. lost tonight. Nothing, nothing no. would shock us anything at this point. Right. We, we live in 2021, for yeah. God's sake. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> that means we saw but, 2020. Yeah, exactly. We lived it. We lived that one. Yeah. So, I mean, but you should beat Sacramento, okay? I don't care that it's just Kyle Kuzma and Dennis Schroeder. Go beat them because the rest of those games I just mentioned yeah. are going to be a lot harder to win than this Sacramento game. Right. They need right, to come over to this our as side. a must win. Yeah. Come to our side, Michael. Well, this, roster, yeah. this, this Kings roster got some players too, boys. I, I know. I Listen, know they, they got do. some players. I like Halliburton. Yeah, He's a Halliburton, good player. My, my boy Buddy Heel can get hot. You know, the I mean, your boy Buddy can get hot, yeah. although I am a little underwhelmed with Buddy. I got to be honest. And with there's you. no Bagley, so it's not – and by the way, not that he's any good anyway, but sure. there's no Bagley in a game like this. Yeah. So My boy Harrison Barnes could get it going. These guys are – like you know, Barnes. you got to respect I, these boys. I, I, I respect them, mm-hmm. okay? They're an opponent. I respect them. But you should them. beat them. But the March 3rd game, we gave them 123 points. I understand that we don't have our stars, but that's also about defensive effort. So when I mm-hmm. talk about this is a must win, I'm not looking for three players to score 25 plus points. I'm looking for all healthy bodies to say, let's do what we can on the defensive end. Let's move our feet. Let's communicate. Let's lock this down. Let's not be beaten by these kids. Correct. All right, Michael, stick. You want to stick around? You're going to keep talking to us? Yes, yeah, don't go anywhere. Yeah, I'll, 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 I got to stick here. I got to yeah. straighten you guys out. So I'll, I'll stick okay. around. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Objects, I'm sure.
Good luck yeah, this Easter, portion of <laughs> this portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. Uh, all right, we. We can we can open it up at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776 for your thoughts on all that. Uh, I've got a big number to throw your way about something that I think is gross, okay? We'll do that, plus Trevor Bauer's first start, Sedano, LZ, Cap, and Michael, 710-ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks, Chris. Today's Money Madness School of the Day. So, Laura, we're going to let you pick. You get to pick a three-pointer, a mid-range shot, or a dunk. What do you got? Mm, Let's go for a three-pointer. All right, let's see. You heard it. That's right, Greg, Laura, big weekend coming up. Your UCLA Bruins are in the Final Four. That's our school of the day, the Money Man is School of the Day. Make sure you're listening during the 5 o'clock hour for your cue to call. Brought to you by Harris Resort SoCal. Are you game for a getaway? Plan your fast break to funner at harrissocal.com. All right. Now, I thought it was interesting that uh, Chris referenced Laura and Greg's UCLA Bruins. So, Greg, what is the week? What is this Saturday going to look like? Like, um, what? Now, when are you leaving the golf course to make sure you watch UCLA? Well, it starts at 530, and we should be done sometime between 2 and 2.30-ish. So it's going to take me about an hour to get home. But then I'm just stuck in front of the TV, and I don't talk. Okay, no, that's fine. Now, is there, like, an ordering of food? Are you ordering, like, DoorDash? Are you picking something up on the way? Like, how is this unfolding? Oh, uh, ordering food again. They won with Chipotle. I'm sticking with the Chipotle. That's the But no beans. No beans. No beans. No beans. No beans. I mean, for the it's love. a texture beans. thing. It's a texture thing. No refried. Yeah. No it beans. is a texture. See, LZ understands. It's a texture yeah. thing. No, I, li- uh, no my- I was listening to you. I just reported what no. you said. Yeah. You guys don't like <laughs> beans? Did not understand. How can you not like not beans? Beans yeah, make the meal. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, beans yeah. make the meal, man. What's wrong with y'all? Look, is there something that you don't like? Maybe you don't like wait, something wait, wait. that I really oh, like. Yeah, caviar. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I'm not yeah. eating caviar either. Exactly. But beans, man. Beans is like the staple. That's like rice. You don't eat rice either? Oh, I love rice. Rice hey. is delicious. How could you eat Mexican food and don't have beans? That, that's not rice. even Mexican food. Rice and beans, you <laughs> yeah. know, it's like that That goes together. Right. That, you know, it's like synonymous. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like Captain I, and Tennille. I, I like rice. I don't need the beans. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry you to do. disappoint all of you. You know what? I you bet do. you I'll change. I'll take you to New Orleans and have you have some red beans and rice. I bet Ooh. you like those. He ain't ready for all right, that, I'll try. He ain't ready for no. that, LZ. <laughs> he ain't ready no, for that. Michael. Michael. LZ's right. Tell him why, LZ. Why? I don't know why. Why? Spices. Why? Remember, he said he doesn't like spices the other oh, I, day. Oh, I had a whole bunch of reasons why. Yeah. That could be one. <laughs> that, that was not the first on the top of my list. That was not the first. No, it was yeah. not. Spices. Spices. It was spices. I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I don't know if he's comfortable going into places where those rice and beans would be located. <laughs> oh, he'll, be, say. he'll be fine. Everybody likes I'm pork, comfortable everywhere. That's right. Yeah. Are you comfortable everywhere? He's a member of the tribe. <laughs> he's a member of the tribe. Right. That's right. right. There are a couple of places I wouldn't get those rice and beans at, so you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, New Orleans, everybody's friendly and love. They like everybody down there. 
<laughs> okay. Especially if I got Michael with me. If yeah. Michael's walking me around. I just say, yeah, this, all right, I'll, all right, okay, I'll say this. If you're talking about, you know, the touristy area, sure, fine. Yeah. You, you get on over to Treme, <laughs> and you get into one of the real spots, Mike. You know what I'm talking about, Michael. Well, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but I'm like to think. I don't know about Greg up in the real spots I'm talking about. I don't know. I like to think people will be more welcoming than that. You know right. what I mean? You know, we, we, you, you know what? So we can, optimistic. It's it'd so be a lovely. good movie. It'd be a good movie. Yeah, Very it would nice. be. It'd be a funny buddy cop film, actually. There we I go. Feel like. um, speaking of food, five and a half million. For what? That is the number for peeps that will be consumed this oh. Easter. I don't understand oh. who eats this crap. Oh, Kids. Hard. I don't know if they're being eaten. They're just being purchased. Okay, well, there's that. Michael... <laughs> I didn't like Peeps as a kid. Clay and, your, and the boys didn't eat Peeps. No, you didn't get Peeps, really. did you? You no, and Julie? Really. No. Yeah, they are kind of sweet, huh? They're terrible. Yeah. But they're also, they've got that weird sort of crunchy, yellowy, gross outside with this kind of soft, chewy, marshmallowy thing that happens in the yeah. middle. And it's just like the whole, you talk about a bad texture. A bean is a great texture compared yes. to one of those Peep things. Yeah, I don't know if Jesus came back for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michael, what do you think of UCLA this oh, weekend? I, they got I, Gonzaga. That's yeah, a, I, mean, I love what they're doing. And I, like I told Ireland and Mason who think that UCLA has no chance. I said, I know. We all know Gonzaga's good. But every time I look at that roster, I don't see Bill Walton out there. I don't see mm-hmm. Lou Alcindor. I don't even see Grant Hill. I see good players. But I don't see why UCLA should be intimidated or don't think they can go into this game and not win it. They, they, I think they got a chance. They just can't fall behind seventeen to four like the Trojans did. You can't do that. Right. <laughs> well, that would help. I just don't. I hear what you're saying, Michael, but I feel as if the coaching of Gonzaga is really more the difference than anything else. Not saying that any of the other three coaches aren't great coaches. Of course they are. They got to the Final Four, but Coach Few has been preparing for this moment. It feels like his entire life in front of the world. We've all been waiting for Gonzaga to reach this moment. He finally has that go-to player who can bail them out when the system doesn't work. It really feels like this is their time. Yeah, Juzang has to have a big game. He's got to go for 30, you know, efficiently. He's just got to have a big game because he's got to be the leader and show up. He's their NBA prospect. He's their best player. So he's got to show up. Yeah, but I'll say this. I mean, Gonzaga undefeated at this point, number one in the country coming into the tournament. Nobody has even come close to slowing them down. So, I mean, I'd love to be able to walk into that locker room, Michael, and sell, hey, look, we're UCLA. That's right. We're the history. We're the tradition. We are Bill Walton, Lou Alcindor, and the list goes on and on, John Wooden, right? I mean, that's who we are. See these guys up here? They're a cute program that plays in a garbage conference, okay? And, and we got to go out there not thinking that they're number one and undefeated and we just had to scratch and claw our way in. We're UCLA and they're Gonzaga. Now, would anybody buy that in that UCLA locker room? I, I like that speech. That, that says it right there. The Cronin should definitely use that. Oh, okay, Let, let's do this. You played for Pat Riley. What yeah. would Riles say in that situation? Say who the – oh, I can't – I got to clean it up. Well, who you the, can bleep it out. Yeah. yeah, who the bleep – you think those guys are over there. They're no better than you guys are. Like you said, I don't see no no legendary player over there. Yeah, they're good, and uh, we respect them. But uh, you guys you guys are just as good as there. That's why you're here tonight. I like that. That's right. You got you to gotta go there with the belief. You can't be out there cowering in the corner like your LZ going against Roger Federer. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait a second. Why wow. does LZ have to play just, Roger just Federer? Just a swipe. Because LZ will just give up if he saw Nadal or Federer or Sitsipas over on the other side of the net. 
I would do other things. This is bad. But I would not give up. I would not give would up you if have I was belief, facing Roger Federer. Would you have belief in your system that you could win the match? The match? Oh, yeah. no. I was just trying to score a game. <laughs> See, there you go. You oh, can't no. go out there with that LZ attitude. This is a, this is a, this is a true story. So one of my buddies uh, is a former ATP player. He's, he's actually younger than I am by like, I don't know, like seven or eight years. And we were playing tennis as we typically do, and he was wiping the floor with me as he typically does. But then this one game, he had two double faults, and I broke him. And I walked off the court, and he was like, where are you going? I was like, I quit. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I just broke a former ATP player. Wow. There's nothing better for me at this stage of my life than, <laughs> right. from an athletic perspective than that. I'm not ruining it by proving once again that you're better than me. I'm just going to walk <laughs> off right here and right now. Well, that's only two points, so you actually won two other points off your racket. I won two other points. Yeah, I did. That's why I walked off because I was like, this is about as good as it's going to get for yeah. me on the tennis court. So you actually got a game. So it was like 6 love, 6 one. Oh, yeah, 6 love, 6 one. All right, okay. <laughs> Which, honestly, that was the first one I've ever gotten against them. Who so. was this guy? Did, like, did like, he play against McEnroe or for, like, Federer and those guys? Oh, yeah, there's, uh, it's uh, Brian Vahaley. Oh, okay, yeah, I heard of him. It's Brian Vah- yeah, so Brian Vahaley, he's faced, like, Agassi. Yeah. He grew up with, you know, Roddick in that gang. Right. So, yeah, that's my one of my boys. Wow. And, you know, we, we hit, you know, yeah. that's pretty as good. often you as got we a could. Game off, you got some points off your racket against a player of that caliber? That's impressive. Oh, you know I'm a beast, Michael. I know. I didn't know you were that good. <laughs> Savage on that tennis yeah. court, huh? But you got to go. You can't, you can't go there the defeatist attitude of LZ Grandison. You got to go out there believing that you can win because uh, our first, first four to the final four, this ain't a fluke. So they're obviously doing something right. Who did you play in the NCAA tournament, Oh, Michael? please. Don't, why'd you have to bring that up? We were on suspension or probation my whole four years I was at Minnesota. What did you really? do? Really? With Flip Saunders and them when you played yep. with Flip? It was uh, the previous regime that we were there. Uh, so they put us on probation my freshman year. We were, we were, uh, were not eligible for the tournament. This is where only 32 teams could go, guys, not 64. Uh-huh. And uh, in 1977, we legitimately, LZ, had the best team in the country when Marquette won it, but we were not eligible for the uh, tournament. Even Al McGuire, after winning the title, said that the best team they played all year was Minnesota because we went to Marquette and ran them off the floor. We were that wow. good. We had me, Mikhail, Flip Saunders, Ray Williams, and two other guys who were NBA caliber players. This is the reason why the, N- the NCAA needs to be raked across the coals by Congress and everyone else because it had this system that punished these players, Michael's right. team, yeah. for right. something that happened from the previous regime – while the coach probably was still able to go off and yep. get another job exactly. somewhere. Yeah, he did. Right. He was in the ABA making a b- bunch of money after he left the program. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's right. You're right. If you if you had nothing to do with the previous regime, and especially if the coach is gone, then they should not be putting you on probation. Give them a fine or something, but don't deny kids a chance to go to the tournament. Yeah, for sure. Hey, we didn't do any of the Dodgers there. We'll do that coming up in a little bit. But coming up next, Mike, are you going to play overrated, underrated, properly rated with us? Yes, I love that. All right, let's do that. We're back in two minutes. Thanks a lot, Chris. And you know what? Because Michael is joining us today, Michael, you can go first today. All right. So we're going to start with music. On this date in 1971, Janis Joplin was at number one in the U.S. album charts with a posthumously released album, Pearl. Uh, 1977, Frank Sinatra had his third uh, number one album with Portrait of Sinatra, 40 Songs from the Life of a Man. And in 2006, Gnarls Barkley was number one on the UK singles chart with Crazy. So Janis Joplin, Frank Sinatra, Gnarls Barkley, 
Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Gnarls is underrated. Really? Yeah, I think so. I love I love okay. Gnarls. Frank is definitely Oh, I am gonna get in trouble for saying this among I'll my, say it for you. Among my peers. O- overrated. overrated. Yeah, overrated. <laughs> Listen, he's like I'm sixty six, so I've been I've been around Frank. I knew Frank not no, but I seen him like when he was good and everything but i could never figure out what the big deal was with frank so Santa, they're just, I, I just can't see it and then of course properly rated is janice joplin she's a legend of course she is so, a legend so is frank of course but i always think why is this guy considered such a great entertainer or singing just sitting there, sitting there singing those dry songs i could never figure that out so frank's overrated janice properly rated Narls is underrated man he was so mediocre I was like, y'all gotta be kidding me yeah, with this one. I couldn't he had great packaging. <laughs> Unlike spinach. Unlike <laughs> spinach, he has great Unlike packaging. Spinach. Was it because he had the Gambino family behind him, so you had to uh, you know, yes. promote it? I, I, I don't know what I, you're I, talking I, about. I'm man. sure that was some part of it for sure. And then his proximity to like the White House and stuff like that, yeah. I'm sure. But I mean, that's straight karaoke to me, dog. Yeah, but. exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't get it either, LC. It ain't, ain't like he's not – I mean, I guess he could sing all right, but I mean – He can uh, sing all right. Yeah. Exactly. He right. can sing all right. Right. But he was like the biggest star in the world during his prime. <laughs> that's straight karaoke to me, dog. Yeah. I mean, what do you guys think? Oh, my God. Jordan, yeah, I, I wasn't a huge – fan i mean i uh, i mean granted i'm i'm young in the sense of like i i never heard his music in its prime by any stretch of the imagination but even when i've listened to it like it's not something like that i seek out for example you know i've got sirius xm in the car right i'm flipping through all the different music channels and you man there's probably like no joke like i don't know 30 or 40 different music channels that I'll stop on for one reason or another that is not one of them yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) and i listen to bobby darren like, I'm not coming from a I don't appreciate right. that genre of music perspective. Yeah. No, right. I like that genre of music. It's perfect for drinking dry martinis right. as well as yeah. dirty ones. Yeah. Well, but- I, I like this. I like that we should just let Michael do that today, and we will either agree or disagree yes, or have some Yes, that's a good idea. I just want to say that, that I, would, this, I was going to have him as underrated because here's the thing. Young people don't even understand, and I, I think that we've all agreed, we don't necessarily understand why, he was such a massive, insane star. Yeah. I mean, he really was. And, and a few of his songs, like you can call them karaoke, and that may be true because that's what I would sing at karaoke. But, I mean, songs like New York, New York, you know that every word to the song. My way, you know every word. Because it's so basic. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I guess. It's, it's just basic as hell. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's next, Greg? All right, Michael, we're going to do birthdays with you, too, then, since you're, you're going first on everything. It's going to be the Michael uh, show. Let's yes. do it. Yes, let's Let do me it. All right, it. so uh, Michael Fassbender, Bill Romanowski, and Hans Christian Andersen. Overrated, wow. underrated, properly rated. Can you say those again? Yeah. You know, yeah, I Michael like to write Fassbender, those down, man. Which Michael is, uh, what's his face yes. in, uh, in the Marvel, in the X-Men movies? But um, he's an outstanding actor. He is an outstanding actor. So wow. Michael Fassbender, who else, Greg? Mm-hmm. Bill Romanowski and Hans Bill Christian Anderson. Bill the football Anderson. player? Yeah, the football yeah. player, yeah. And, and okay. Hans, Hans Christian Solo? Anderson. No, Han, get out of here. Hans, Hans Christian, Christian Anderson. Anderson. All the fairy tales. But yeah, he no. did like the Little Mermaid, right? Yeah. Okay, let's okay. see. I'm going to go underrated is Hans because who doesn't love uh, Little Mermaid? There you go. Overrated, definitely Romanowski. I mean, come yes. on. Are you kidding me? 
and then properly rated, of course, is fast bender. I mean, really- Although I'll tell you this, that um, lean fifty three protein powder stuff he makes yeah. is really good. Oh really? <laughs> You've it tastes tried it. And, and I have, dude. So I met Romanowski at the, the and this is not an ad. I, he ain't paying me to say this. I'm telling you, I buy the crap. Okay. Really? Um, he, I met him at a Super Bowl, and oh. him and his wife were literally making smoothies for everybody. I was like, wow, this tastes really good. And then I looked up like the nutritional stuff, and I'm like, well, yeah, it, it makes sense. I have it. Um, I can go 12 hours, and I feel like now. Granted, I also have an appet- like I don't have a crazy appetite. Um, but I can have that and be good for a long stretch of time. Yeah, but this That's guy was spitting on this guy was spitting on players. Yeah. He was punching players in the groin. Come yeah, on. Oh no, no, from that part I'm with you. Yeah, he was a pain in the ass. Yeah. But I'm telling you, his, his, out of his face. Yeah. Yeah, that too. His Nutrition 53 line, though, that stuff is good. I'll give him that at least. So George is uh, promoting steroid-raged crazy. Not steroid-raged. <laughs> I'm promoting protein powder. What's right, in he said wants. nutritional. You didn't say which ones. Yeah, what's yeah. in it, George? I mean, I don't know. You want me to get it for you? I'll read it. Let me ask you this. That is going to be great radio. Can you pass the drug test? Can you pass the drug test in the NFL? I don't know. Administer it right now. Let's go. I'll go urinate somewhere. There you go. Okay. We we all will eventually. Give him a cup. Give him a cup. (laughs) Somebody test George's urine. Yeah. Yeah. So so now that I'm 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 linked to Romo. So Michael Fassbender, you didn't get to him. Yeah, I said he was properly rated. Okay. There you go. All right. What's next, Greg? All right. So. George and I were on an email chain last night, and oh yes, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me set this up for Michael. Hold on, let me set this up for Michael because I don't know if he was listening earlier. So, Greg and I were on an email chain yesterday about something. Um, I I actually I copied him because it was an email, or no, actually it was sent to both of us. So, anyway, long story short, email sent to both of us. And then I responded about something, and it, it, all of a sudden I went to bed. And in this dialogue back and forth between Greg and this other person, something was revealed about you and your past, Scott Kaplan. Okay? So that is the yeah. deal. So Greg, set it up now. So this man was saying, like, oh, I've known Kaplan for so long. I, I remember when he had a ponytail. Mm. And I said, wait, oh. what? A ponytail? What? He said, yeah, mm-hmm. for a few years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Michael, what? Our, yep. our grown I could see men that. with ponytails, <laughs> overrated, mm-hmm. underrated, or properly rated. Mm-hmm. Ponytails, a grown man with ponytails. Well, I guess it all depends on the man. <laughs> if you see a guy with a ponytail and he doesn't have anything on top and he's just hanging off the bottom, that's, that's weird. But if a guy has a full head of hair, and he's put it into a ponytail. I'm gonna say that's uh, properly rated. You know, because I like long hair. If I was younger, like LZ again, I would let my hair grow out and I would have dreads. So I if I'm into you. the dreads, long dreads, I guess I'd be in the ponytail. So po- po- properly rated. I was gonna say I don't know anybody who has locks that's beyond their shoulders who don't rock a ponytail at some point. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I just want to defend Plus, my ponytail. I, Plus, do. Well, I don't know what your ponytail looked like. Was it a full ponytail or was it a rat tail? No, no. LZ, embarrassing. No, no. You, I, so, uh, Cap, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't work with you or I wasn't working for you or whatever when, um, when, you, when you had this ponytail, but I have seen pictures of it. And if I recall correctly, if I had to, like, assign the way it would look, it was, it was I feel like the actual ponytail part where you would tie it up was at least – 
several inches long. Like I'm going at least six to eight inches long on the ponytail. Am I oh accurate my. on that? Oh my, I wish I wish I was trying so hard. And by the way, I wasn't a grown man. I was about twenty six years old, little child. And um it was more of a man bun, L Z oh, than worse. a full blown. So like Brad Pittish? Um, I wish it was as cool as Brad Pittish. I, I can tell you that there's there's some pictures somewhere where I'm interviewing Tiger Woods and he is looking at me like, what the hell is going on with your hair? Because it's not a good look. Yeah. Um, karma got him, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's <laughs> that is true. Yeah, ponytail's yeah, all that right. That is true. It's a man bun. Nope, but man buns, I'm not into that. I don't yeah. care. I just really I wanted care. to have long hair, you know, and I would pull yeah. out the ponytail LZ and I'd shake out my hair and then it would look really long and straight. Besides, Laura, don't, don't, think- don't you ladies like a guy with a ponytail? Isn't that nice? Which Laura's not listening. She's just like, she's out. She's the other training thing someone too, to, to Oh, that's true. Another thing is that it really is different from a mullet. Yeah. Now, a mullet is offensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, a mullet is offensive. A, like, as long as you didn't have a mullet cap, we're good. If you had a ponytail in your mid-20s, you know, God bless you. You know, go out and, you know, party like a rock star. But if you had a mullet, yeah. that's, that's different. A couple that's, of the Baylor players have mullets. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess they're trying to bring them back. Yeah, my excuse yeah. at the time, LZ, I thought to myself, I said, you know, I'm going to be in a movie, and they're going to tell me I need to grow my hair, and I'm not going to have the six months, so I'm just going to grow it long. So I went in a movie. If they need me to cut it, I'll cut it. Like I was really talking myself into this. I really. We already that. did the Hans Christian Andersen part of the conversation with the fairy tales and everything. Cap. Right. That's it. Right. Yeah, yeah. We've already. I know. Yeah, right. I know. Um, Greg, do you have time for one quick one for Michael or no? Sure. Yeah. So now that fans are back in the stands in MLB games, the A's crowd booed the Astros relentlessly yesterday on opening day. Is continuing to boo the Astros throughout the year overrated, underrated, or properly rated? I think it is overrated. It's time to move on and, and uh, mm. you know, think, think about uh, t- this year. And, and uh, I mean, what's done is done. What's right. the point of continuing to bring it up? How long is this going to continue for the next five, ten years? I know. I totally agree with you, Michael. Yeah. It's like, listen, it's over. It happened. Major League Baseball didn't do anything. They scapegoated the manager and the general manager. None of the players got in trouble. And guess what? The Dodgers have since won a world championship. So time for everybody, I think, to move on, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Oh, man, you guys are way too nice. We're I don't soft, know about you, LZ. We're just soft. But, I'm not but moving I'm on. Just, I'm like, no, nah, hell no. That 17 one should have been the Dodgers World Series. We're soft, yeah, Michael. Well, We're then soft. Should, you, will you, should they boo Argentina every time they see them in the World Cup since Maradona Because of the hand of God? Yeah. Should you ch- I mean, if you're, if you're the opponent, who was the, I forgot who the opponent was, was in England? that game. I think it was England, I think. Yeah, if I'm in England, I'm booing Argentina every time <laughs> I play them. Wow. Yes. 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 So yeah. I am. Absolutely. You guys I, I boo my exes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, guys, you guys carry a grudge forever, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, as long as my back holds up. <laughs> there you go. All right, that is overrated, underrated, properly rated. Coming up next, uh, we've got some good news if you're a Lakers fan. We'll have that for you coming up on the other side. Plus, uh, a look at a bold move by Major League Baseball and one that absolutely had to be done. We'll get to that in a couple moments as well. But This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. So the big deal is going down tomorrow. Michael, that mm-hmm. is sort of your neck of the woods. I don't know if Michael's still there. You know, black gold, yeah. or at least it's Orange County. Still here. Are you going to stop County? by? Yeah, uh, no, I got to stick around and watch uh, college basketball tomorrow. I know, but that doesn't start until, like, later in the day. Yeah, but I got to work out in the morning, have my cappuccino, <laughs> you know, so I'll uh, be getting the updates. I understand, uh, dude. Like, I'm, I'm going to miss Kendall Toole and yeah. Alex Toussaint in my Peloton tomorrow morning because I'm go. driving to Black Gold, you know? Yeah. So that was, what you say, Laura, in my ear? That's a what? That was a very nice rejection to both of yeah, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Yeah, I'll be it's on my okay. e-bike tomorrow, man, riding it before the uh, UCLA oh. game. Oh, wait a second. Now, hold on. E-bike. Yeah. Because I told LZ and George here about my e-bike, and they're like, whoa, what, what, what's the deal, man? You can't pedal? Yeah. And I try mm-hmm. to explain. E-bike is transportation. Yeah. Road bike is exercise. Yeah. Okay. And, and now, you can do let, both. Let me, let me ask you a quick question. E-bike. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Michael. How old are you, Michael? 66. Yeah. How old are you, Cap? 51. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty what's that got to do with anything? I'm just saying. What? Just, that I'm a younger guy like myself should pedal, whereas an older guy like yeah, Michael pedal. should not? Well, especially a younger guy no. who's claiming he wants to lose a few pounds here or there. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, actually, that's all we were saying. Actually, when you go out to the beach and all the places where people ride, it's rare to see people on a regular bike. Everybody's I got the e-bikes e- now. have taken over. Yeah. How, t- how fast does your e-bike go? About 25. <laughs> yeah, mine too. 28. Yeah. Might as well just get an Uber. Yeah, and I yeah. got it. <laughs> I got a, uh, I got a super. Yeah, no, right, LZ. No, because what's you, the point you, of that? You want to be out there, uh, LZ, with the wind in your hair. Yes. You know, right? Yes. Close to nature, and yes. uh, I got a super seventy three. That thing cruises, man. That's, that's a, you can take it on the beach. You can take it on yeah. the sand. How much those damn things cost? About th- thirty three thousand for mine. Yep, I'm with you. But yeah, they're worth it because they're the so much tires. fun. Get for one a yeah. bike. Yeah, yeah get a, one for you and your vehicle. wife. I guarantee you, George, if you got one for you and your wife, you want to yeah, go ride it every chance you get. It's not a bike. It is not a bike. It is a vehicle. It is a, like a, I don't know, exa- class three vehicle where you're actually not supposed to be in the bike lane. You're supposed to be on the road. I mean, literally, it is a vehicle, not so really you, a bike. So you bought a slow scooter. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, yeah. Like, a, like a mid-range moped that, that For you can three pedal. grand? Yeah, you could pedal it for a, like a bike if you want to, George. And you if could you go have bought a hill, Vespa. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's like yeah. a Harley Davidson, dude, of bikes. Yeah, yeah, but a Vespa, to LZ's point, at least it looks nice. You know? yeah, it does look nicer. Yeah, my bike is pretty slick, slick looking. Every time I ride by yeah. someone, they go, hey, nice bike, man. Yep, yep. I feel pretty <laughs> good about my bike game, too, Michael. That's right. I feel pretty go, good about go, it. Go, yeah. go, listen, I'm not fighting you. Go go right ahead with your old man bikes. <laughs> oh, they're not yeah. old man bikes, man. I tell you, because I see a lot of young kids on them and stuff now, LZ. Oh, yeah, because they're all in their transporting 20s. skateboards, right? Yeah. And, and, and surfboards. And they've got all right, them all let's jacked do this. out with, uh, you know, things to hold them. 877-710-ESPN. If you own an e-bike, call us right yeah. now. And yep. you got to be – what's the cutoff of the age, LZ? <laughs> um, you cannot be under 55. Oh. Wow. Whoa. What do you mean? You can't be wow. under- if you're under 55 and own an e-bike, call us too, though. Yes. Like, yeah. We want to know yes, why the yes. hell you would do that. Yes. yes. 877-710-ESPN. Laura, let us know if they're calling. Bro, they'll uh, call. I just saw this – Oh, yeah. I Coastal just saw this – um, this man bun picture, we'll get to that. Let's do that on the other side. Let's do that in the next segment because there's too much going on here. Uh, real quick, <laughs> there's a lot going on in this picture, so we, we, we will get to it uh, in a moment. Uh, we have good news on the Lakers, okay? The Lakers have released a statement earlier today. Michael, you've been asking for this, mm-hmm. um, that the state of California 
uh, announced guidelines today that will allow Laker fans to return to Staples. How many? Uh, uh, it, hold on. Now that the, we have the guidance, we'll work with the L.A. County Public Health and Staples Center to finalize <laughs> our plans to have fans safely attend our games, starting with Lakers-Celtics mm-hmm. on April 15th. We look forward to welcoming Lakers fans back to Staples Center to continue the journey with us to defend our NBA title. So wow. uh, I think it may just be 10% for now, Michael, but that's better than nothing. Better than nothing, but I keep uh, saying you could put 8,000 people at Staples and, on three different levels and have them spaced out with masks on and be perfectly safe. That place is cavernous. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's interesting. a lot for a 20,000-seat arena. But, but it's, the, you see how big Staples Center is. On every level, three different levels, 8,000 people. You could easily space it out. Is the club going to be open? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Like, yeah, what Probably not. Probably not. Guess. Yeah. Well, that's uh, the chairman's yeah. lounge. Uh, yeah. 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 That is a nice little lounge. It's nice, man. I'm, I'm, I'm reminiscing right now. Actually, my eyes are closed. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> that's oh. where all that, that's But where you know what, LZ? You some, that thing is a little yeah. tight in there. <laughs> I know. That's, that's why my eyes are closed. I'm thinking yeah. about some moments. Yeah. Some good it's deals could be made in there, in there huh, LZ. Good deals uh, could be bought. Real good deals in there, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. That is where the big dealers and wheelers and yeah. dealers uh, hang out during the game. I agree, sure. though. 8,000 doesn't seem totally unreasonable. No. I mean, I'm not following the science in this. I'm just making a comment, which is right. you know, it would be wonderful to have a lot of people be able to get back in. But I got to say, you know, when you watch baseball yesterday in certain places, like where the Dodgers were playing in Colorado, I was like, whoa, man, it's packed. But in other places like San Diego, it was only 10,000. Oh. And they were still pumping in noise to try and create atmosphere. 8,000 in Staples Center, I think you could actually really rock the place. Yes. I mean, not like 20,000. And they're going to have 60,000 people at the Canelo fight next month. And uh, in uh, Texas Stadium, yep. uh, Cowboy in, Stadium. In Jerry World, right. Yeah. yeah. 60,000. But it's also 60, outdoors. I think that's also different, too. No, well, that's I mean, a, that's it, in the they stadium. can open the roof. Yeah, they can open, they the, open the roof. They open the yeah. roof. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they can space yeah. you out in that, that huge building. Right. Yeah. They can you do know, the staples, too. These, these are all positives. Yeah. You know, as long as we're being guided by the science, you know, it's all positive. Yes. Cap, yeah. you've mentioned you've gotten your shot. I'm fully vaccinated. Not sure where you are, Michael or How about, George. Yeah, but my second we're, we're all getting there. My second was coming I'm up getting in a couple there, weeks. Hopefully, what if yeah. they say? 15th, what if they say you could put six, seven thousand people, but but you have to be sure that you're vaccinated? Wouldn't that be cool? Well, that is definitely things that people are talking about because even today there was talk about you know there, the possibility of travel and proof of vaccination. Yeah, they give you a little card when you get your second yeah. vaccination, proves you've, you've been vaccinated. It seems like the theme to uh, wasn't that the theme to like total recall or something like that. I don't know. I got a little vaccine <laughs> shame today on social media, and it was like it was like all these anti-vaxxer types are like, "Yo, uh, they're going to know exactly where you are." I'm like, "Bro, I got my phone on me. They know where I'm at." Okay. I mean, you know, I've never once questioned a vaccine. I just went in, and today I just was like, "Throw fear into the wind. Let's do it, man." I like. I really like conspiracy theorists who do things like use their Apple phone to tell us about how they're being tracked by the government. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're just sort of like, you're self-tracking. Like, what are you, t- you're announcing. What are you talking about? Like, right. anyway. Yeah. I, hey, I by the way, like, got- I didn't feel like they shot something into me where they're tracking me. I felt like, you know what? Um, I'd like to get back to real life again. And I think maybe this could help, right. like, be you selfless. Know, so that's why could, I did it. They could track me. I ain't going nowhere. Yeah, right. I got nothing to hide. <laughs> are you guys, uh, are you guys misogynist or are you getting to the women's tournament like I am? I'm watching Stanford right now. No, I was watching South Carolina. Yeah, me too. I, I, I was a little annoyed because I picked Baylor to win the whole thing. LZ, so I was annoyed with that call. Elsie, you're yeah. in touch with the ladies. Why do the why do the ladies, women who are all for 
equity and equality now, and rightfully mm-hmm. so. Why do the women in the WNBA continue to allow guys like uh, the women in college basketball not to allowed to go pro after their freshman year? Or right, let, let, you know what? Can, can we do that on the other side yeah. real quick? Why don't they like, I speak get up? I, I want to do that, and then we can also just kind of get into tonight's Laker game a little bit um, as well on the other side. So let's do that. Let's take a quick break. We're back in three minutes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Laura, what do you got? Today's Foodie Friday, right? It is. It's Foodie Friday. And I told you guys that I was going to send yesterday. It was National Burrito Day. So I went and got a carne asada burrito. Mm. It was so, oh my God. I know I'm going to regret it later when I'm at the gym, but did, it's okay. Did it have beans in it? Of course it had beans. Yeah, that yeah she's not Greg. Yeah, exactly. Girl. So I just want to shout out La Bufadora Baja Grill in Montebello because that's where I got my burrito. La Bufadora? Yeah. La Bufadora Baja Grill in Montebello. Was it a burrito like supreme? It. Like, it had everything in it? Yes, I did. It I have to. It, it, it ain't like a fast food joint, Michael. You're no. Just, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I love burritos. Second, second best food in the world is Mexican food. First. What's the first best? <laughs> uh, uh, no, Bahamian food's the best. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mean, LZ up, boys? Like what? Like what? Give me an example. <laughs> well, like, uh, for example, like uh, baked grouper, peas and rice, a Bahamian slaw. Y'all what? know y'all love those peas and rice, Michael. Yes, we do. I know you really do. Yes, yes, that really do. You know about yeah, yeah. that, LZ? Michael, Michael, uh, uh, Michael. What? I, I, I grew up, you know, and so did Scott, you know, you know, and LZ's been there, I'm sure, a million times. I grew up very close to the Bahamas. That's okay? right. I know yeah, a lot yes. of, I, forget. I, I got a lot of people who I know who are Bahamian. <laughs> yeah. And it's just not that good. Really? Yeah. Jama- yeah. Jamaican? Jamaican is a different story. What? Right. Okay? Yes, yes. But not Bahamian. 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 Y'all throw those little peas and rice next to a little piece of fish and just be looking at us like, here you go. And it's just like, <laughs> you have got to be kidding me. You didn't like that, LZ? <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's, it's okay. Oh, you yeah. think it was tasty. I mean, it's the same thing as like fish and chips over in London. Oh, no. It's, right. it's all right. It's oh. solid, but no, it ain't worth me flying that, over but, for. Yeah, but but right, I'm just right. saying it ain't worth me flying over for. Man, like, right. You, exactly. you just got to have these peas and rice. You ain't lived. It ain't like that. <laughs> no. No, it's definitely not that. Man. Not red beans and rice. Yeah, well, Laws is better than we'll red see, beans. See. Anyway. La Bufadora looks muy bien. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So go out yeah. to Montevideo, La Bufadora Baja Grill. Okay? Amazing. Great okay, tacos, too. Foodie Friday. Um, there we go. Here on What You Need to Know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. All right, so we've got a whole load of people that want to chime in on this e-bike oh, conversation good. we were having. Michael has an right. e-bike, yep. but Michael mm-hmm. also is 67 with a hip surgery. <laughs> I heard right. 66. What okay. are you, an ageist? 67. Uh, no, no. No, I'm no, no. I, we're putting okay context with... to the story. This is context for the story. Context. Thank you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then Scott is 51 and was a professional football player at oh, one point and uh, is, you know, can't pedal. So anyway, we were asking, are, is, there any, is there anyone under what, LZ55? 55, 55. 55. Right. Okay. That is got an e-bike. We got a full board of calls, so we're going to get to the Lakers in a minute. Uh, we're going to get to Michael's question about the ladies' uh, college basketball game to LZ in a second. But let's grab a couple of these e-bike uh, folks here who have been holding on very patiently. All right, so we have 
uh, Ali in El Segundo. What's up? Yes, sir, George. How are you guys doing this afternoon? Yo, yo. Good, buddy. Excellent. Okay, good. Uh, so I am 32, and I proudly, proudly use an e-bike to commute to work from here in El Segundo down to Santa Monica um, almost every morning. So yeah. um, there's a lot of under 55ers that definitely use an e-bike. And I don't necessarily use it to work out. It's more like right. Scott said. It's a mode of transportation. And right. if you've ever driven from from the South Bay down to the West Side, it is brutal. And yeah. I do see it there half the time. Hey, let me ask you a quick question. Sure. Have you ever considered a motorcycle or a scooter more along the lines of like a Vespa that reaches highway speeds? No, uh, no, because I, I, I do use the beach path for a little bit from El Segundo down to the marina. Mm-hmm. And then I do head on to the street. So I kind of need both. Um, if I had a Vespa or one of those, I couldn't, I couldn't jump onto the, the bike path. Okay. Dude, I'm there telling you, you it's like, and, and how fast your bike go, by the way? How fast? Um, it doesn't go as fast as your guys. Mine goes up to 24, I believe. Yeah, I don't it's think it's the, uh, yeah. the, the state three or what you call it. And the reason I don't use a bike to work is because I don't want to get into work all sweaty. So right. Yeah. Um, no, that part uh, I get. That part I get. Yeah. Hmm. See, all right. Well, Ali, so, thank you. Thank you so much. Try it out. You like it. That's right. Okay. It's fun. All right, Ali. Thank you. Thank Easy you. Easy to go Ali rent them now. Go. Yeah, you go yeah. rent them. So, LZ, has he swayed you? Yeah, LZ. No. Why? No. It just shows you the convenience of it and how much fun it is. This combines both things, LZ. Well, you're talking to someone who doesn't mind showing up to work sweaty, generally speaking. Now, if I have to be on television, then, yeah, I'm going to drive. I'm not even going to be on an e-bike because I still don't want the sun making me sweat. Uh-huh. But if I'm just coming to the station, and George knows this, I just ride my bike. Yeah, but it's all LZ, downhill, LZ right? used to ride his bike every morning. Yeah. Wasn't it all downhill from where you live? No, it wasn't downhill. Now, I didn't have to go up like Bunker Hill or anything like yeah. that, so it wasn't like... I was in complete sweat, but I, you know, I built up a little pace. Yeah. Once I had it run, because my bike had a flat, <laughs> and I and I ran like I think you were there, right, George? When I ran, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I ran like it was like a, I don't know, like a mile and a half or whatever the, the distance was, like in 15, 20 minutes, or whatever. And I showed up a complete sweaty mess, <laughs> but it was okay because yeah. I wasn't on TV. Michael, you ride a road bike or any other pedaling bike? Yeah, yeah, I've got a, a uh, racing bike. They are yeah. specially made for my height, of course, a mm-hmm. racing bike and a uh, off-road bike. Both of them. Okay, okay. Let me let's go to let's go to Fontana and talk to Davon. What's up, Davon? How's it going? Yo, What's yo. up? What's up? Okay, so I went into I purchased an e bike. I went into this idea like I just needed a bike because I'm six four, about three ten. Big man. So I needed <laughs> a bike that can you know hold my frame, right? Damn right. So I'm telling you guys, it's not even fair. People that drive reg- that ride regular bikes. It's not fair. Right. Because I went on a trail with my uncle, and he has a regular bike, and I'm just flying up the hill, right? <laughs> and he's just, like, struggling to pedal. I get to the, you know, little spot. I'm taking pictures. I'm on IG. People yeah. loving my bike. And, yeah. It's, it's not he's fair. He's got Fleetwood Mac playing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not fair. So I'm more of the – it's about the journey. You know what I mean? I wanted to lose a couple pounds or whatever. But forget that. I like yeah. my bike. There you yeah. go. Okay. There you go. See, I like the way he admitted it. He admitted yeah. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, Scott, we just want you to admit it. That's all. Admit well, yeah, listen, thank I you. feel guilty. I do feel guilty when I'm on my, my e-bike and I pass somebody that's riding up a hill on a road bike <laughs> and they look at me and I give them like a little, uh, my little horn, bing, bing, and they look at me like you're cheating. I go, I'm going to go get on my road bike and I'll do the same hills later. I'm in transit right now. I'm not yeah. training or exercising. You know what right I say now. to But him, you Scott? get the dirty looks. You get yeah, the dirty so looks. Yeah, so for sure. You know, you know what sure. I say to him, Scott, when I go by him? I always say it to him. I say, come on, it ain't that hard. <laughs> 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 As I'm just pedaling real, just going up, going on the bike real easy up the hill, same hill. Let, let's great. go to Brian in L.A. Brian has an e-bike. Brian, what's up? Thanks for taking the call, guys. Love the show. Um, yeah, I've got a mountain bike. I've got a specialized, and I love going up in the mountains. I go up when the resorts close and go really hardcore mountain biking, and it's nice to have it to supplement when you want yeah you can set the bikes to actually like pedal assist minimally or you can increase it so it's just a nice thing to have on top of you know all the just regular riding you're going to do because you're still going to get your exercise but when you're about done you can do a few more laps when you use the electricity so it's nice there you go see clay's got like a couple of really like um specialized e-bikes in, up in the Bay Area, which he uses up in the hiking trails, and they cost like 7000 a piece. He's right, got man. pimped out e-bikes? Yeah, I guess wow. Yeah, I guess it's the brand that he got from him, and he, he loves them because you can, if you want to pedal them regularly, you can do that, but if you want some assist, you can just p- push a button and get some assist, so it, it is unbelievable. Sounds like socialism for exercise. <laughs> <laughs> L- LZ, you just got to get with the new times, man. You're behind the times. <laughs> no, I don't want to let go of the, the few areas I got left where I can exercise regularly. Well, you could uh, you could pu- you could paddle regularly if you want to on some of these bikes. You just push the button when you feel like you just need a break. And they got those big tires. Those yeah, like so, beach you off, so you yeah. go off road. That's the fun of it. Go up in the trails. It's so fun I, though. Yeah, when you're cruising down the beach, you know, especially around I, sunset I, time. You know, and- you know what? Because I trust Michael Thompson with almost nothing. <laughs> uh, I will trust him with this. I will. Test it out sometime in the fall. Oh, you're gonna fall okay. in love in with it. In the fall, there we go. In the fall. That's a big tease right there. That's, right, there, you that's time for- there you go. There you go. I'm giving our sales team an opportunity Co- to actually Co- make a sale and give me an e-bike for free. That would be go. helpful. Co- yes. Coming this fall, LZ on an e-bike. On an there e-bike. you go. There we go. Yes. No test, just testing it though. Yes. Yes. Just just uh, testing it. Let me sneak in one more, and then let's talk Lakers. Jim in Rancho Santa Margarita. What's up, Jim? How you doing, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Hey, LZ. I'll tell you one thing. The the bike you probably ride is probably weighs about 15 pounds. I got an e-bike. I'm 61. I got my e-bike when I was 51. And my e-bike weighs about 55 pounds. So when I'm riding it without pedal assist or doing anything, I'm getting a ton of exercise. That's true. But the reason my my wife and I got ours is she's a cancer survivor. And we, we're not big cyclists. I mean, we exercise and go to the gym, stuff like that. But we like to go rides. But I'll tell you, the best thing we ever did, we took it down to San Diego you ever go to Petco Park, right? And if you know where Petco Park is and you get up to, to Balboa Park, yeah. that's all straight uphill, right? And yep. with this e-bike, it allows us to use pedal assist or use the battery, get up to Balboa Park. Then we can just cruise around up in Balboa Park without the battery. Then you're riding wherever you want. So it's, it's more of an assistant thing than it is. But I tell you, because it's so heavy, it takes more exercise to actually pedal the bike without the battery. That's right. LZ. All right. That's why I'm always using I, that I, I, man. I, see, now, now he's speaking my language. Uh-huh. 
Now he's answered me a challenge. Yeah, you get both. There you a go. challenge you can, I can sink my teeth into. You can cruise yes. when you want to cruise. You can exercise when you want to exercise, LZ. Get a heavier bite. Uh, he has been on me about my legs. Can, can we get the Lakers to cruise tonight, Michael? Can we just get the Lakers to cruise sure. tonight against a bad Sacramento team? It's possible, but, hey, don't be surprised if the Kings play well and beat them. That's just all I'm saying, fellas, because now without the big three, without the best front line in basketball, including uh, Andre Drummond, everything's evened out now for the Lakers. What's wrong with you? How come you three can't see that? Well, well I, can... I, just see, I just see a bad Sacramento team that beat the Lakers at the end of the first half of the season and a bunch of guys that are probably tired of hearing that they're not any good without LeBron and AD. Mm-hmm. So let's go up there with some professional pride. And remember, we're the Lakers and they're the Kings. Let's go win a game. I mean, it, it's, I understand where you're coming from, Michael. Yeah. But, you know, we've all been around ball a long time. Yeah. And – we know the difference between young bucks who are ready and young bucks who are out there figuring it out. The Kings are the latter. We have a bunch of veterans with championship mentalities and rings on their fingers. So I'm not asking them to beat a championship favorite. I'm not asking them to go into Brooklyn and beat down a three-headed monster or anything like that. I'm asking them to go up there and beat these damn kids. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. These are kids. Beat them kids. Beat them kids. <laughs> like the other night against Orlando. Who would have thought Orlando would give the Lakers a game? But they almost won that I, game. I mean, Otto Porter will send it to overtime. Yeah, exactly, yeah. LZ. You just never know when things evened out. Right, but Otto Porter's been in this league for, to LZ's point, like a decade. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like if Otto Porter gets a game on you, I mean, all right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But, like, these kids are still well. I mean, De'Aaron Fox, I guess, just yeah, he's signed legit. an extension. But De'Aaron's but legit. outside, I'm not saying he's not legit. He's good. But to Elsie's point, outside of Harrison Barnes, there's not a ton of veterans on this. I'm team. looking at the roster right now. They got one 30 year old on the roster, and that's Hassan Whiteside. Yeah, Everyone right. else is in their 20s. Right, and by the way, he's and know, like he doesn't early act like 20s. a 30 year old. Yeah. Hey, by right. the way, this Carolina Stanford game is. Oh, this is hot. Right. It's great. I'm watching You're it right watching now. You're watching this up, yep, Cap? This is a crazy am, finish. And, and, I'm, and I feel Fourth like quarter. I'm behind. I'm at like 32 seconds. I feel like I'm 15 seconds no, behind No, that's where right I'm at. Now. If yeah. the referee oh, really? blows this game like they did with Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you think that was a foul too? Huh? Michael. It was a foul. <laughs> Come on. Michael, how would you have reacted to that if that would have happened to you? Oh, definitely thought it was a foul. No question about right. it. But, you know, it's a bang-bang type of play. And this Paige Beckers, man, she is, a, she is the best shooter in basketball, boy or girl. Yeah, but this Haley Jones girl from Stanford is fantastic. Yeah, she's, she's playing a great. great scorer. Yeah, she's playing great She can tonight. score at every level. She yeah. is fantastic. You um, asked a question, yep. Michael. I just want to approach yes. it real quick. Yeah, LZ, uh, uh, why, why are the women allowing this to happen to them? Uh, that wow. they can't go pro when they want to go pro Early. like the men can. Yeah. Like, because well, Paige Beckers would be the number one pick in the draft this year in the WNBA. She'd probably make a million dollars a year counting salaries and endorsements, but she can't go because she's a girl. All right, well, first of all, that used to be the NBA model, too. Right. <laughs> so yeah. the league is not that old. I know that we've talked about it, it seems like forever, but as a league, it's not that old. This is actually probably the first generation of young talent that actually is pressing that question. Mm-hmm. When the league first started, it wasn't heavily favoring you know, college players anyway. It was all the veterans from overseas coming over, and they carried the league for the first 10 years anyway. We're just now beginning to see that caliber of talent 
Though I would argue Maya Moore was able to do that if she wanted to her sophomore, junior year. But we're just at this point where these conversations are happening for the WNBA. But the NBA was the same place. And they had to be sued already to the Supreme Court, yeah. as I may recall. Right. So why right. would the women who want equality say, hey, if we want to go pro and make a, start making our living, why, 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 would he, why would he be denied that? That, I think, is just a, a byproduct of building momentum for that argument. You know, as I said, we're just now. I think maybe Sabrina Ionesco maybe sort of floated that kind of thinking last year before yeah. she leaped over. But we're just getting there with the women's game. It's the it truth. is very, very much in its infancy, that league. I yeah. got to say, though, yeah. one of the things, like I have a daughter who plays soccer in college, and I, I'm not into the, the, the games necessarily. I'm not going to sit around and watch women's college basketball during the year. It's just not something I do. But the way ESPN covers it, if, if you have a daughter who plays at this elite level, the fact that this gets covered as, to me, as well as the men's game, yep, yep. and it gets all of this airtime, if you had a daughter who was involved in this, man, would this be an awesome thing that you get this kind of airtime on ESPN? I think it's really cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. These, yeah. Games, these games have been riveting. They have been very good. No, to Elsie's yeah. point, um, I, the, the level of competition, I think, over the last five years specifically feels like it's exploded in the women's game. And it would promote the WNBA if you start letting these stars come in earlier, right, uh, LZ? Yeah. I, I would think so. But at the end of the day, it really is about the attitude of media mm-hmm. and how yeah. they view these athletes, how they view the games that they play, and whether or not they treat them with respect. I mean, we understand yeah. what happened – you know, with the weight room. and yeah, yeah. But what we don't talk about is the coverage of the weight room. We kind of dropped the story. Right. I, we, did, we, we noted the tweet, and then we moved on. No, we need to be hammering these stories. Cause that's embarrassing. Yeah. And, it, and, it's, um, and, and there's, there's no excuse for it. 100%. 100%. All right, we are going to mail it in on a Friday, and normally we play Big Deal or No Deal at 640. Um, but, and, and sometimes we do it at 540 or 545 when we're over at 6. But we're over at 530. It's Friday. We're going to play Big Deal or No Deal, which you normally can hear at 630. Michael, you in for Big Deal, No Deal? Oh, yeah, definitely. Where's he going? Okay, he's been perfect. here since the minute we got on the air. He's, he's been I know, making the show I just, today. You know, I'm gonna ask, maybe he wants a drink of water or something nah, before he has to do in. the pregame. He's you committed. Know, ready? I'm ready. All right, there you go. All right, big deal, no deal, coming up next. Back in three. All right, thanks, Chris. We have Anthony Yoshino from Irvine. Anthony, what is the money madness school of the day today? The Bruins, UCLA, man. All right, congratulations. You've won $200 in cash, and you qualify for the grand prize that we will announce on Monday. The grand prize is a two-night luxury suite at Harris Resort, SoCal, $250 resort credit, and a grand in spending cash. But you got the 200 man. What you doing with it? Oh, man, probably probably at an Easter party, man. Okay, there you go. Are you you buying some peeps for the peeps? Yeah, don't buy yeah, peeps. Yeah, yep, just some family and stuff, you know. Right, right, for sure. Don't buy peeps the candy though for your peeps. We're Let not, me give we're you not. one piece of Easter advice. Take it from the Jewish guy. Get yourself a honey baked ham. Sorry, Rabbi. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, Anthony. Do you right. Sur- do you surf? I do a little bit. I thought you sounded yeah. like a surfer. Doesn't he sound like a surfer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. From Hawaii. There you from go. Hawaii. I knew it. Yeah, yeah cool. we could do some of the small waves here in Huntington, though. That's fun, too. Yeah. Okay, cool. What's the biggest right. wave you ever ridden? 
Uh, probably about six foot. Okay. Not real okay. great. That's yeah. That's crazy that's up in uh, more than what I can that's do. Big. That's big. I was gonna say that's big to they, me. So. They get thirty yeah. feet up in uh, up in Waimea, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. just kind of watch those. Yeah, those guys yeah. are nuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Anthony, congrats, congrats on the two hundred dollars, and make sure you're listening Monday to see if you win the big prize. Okay. All right, all right. Thanks, man. Love uh, you guys. Thanks. Mahalo, love you. Thank love you. you too, brother. We're gonna put you on hold. Mahalo. Okay? We're put you- yeah. Mahalo. And listeners, make sure to listen Monday at 4.30 when we will announce the grand prize winner. All right. There we go. You guys ever see that big wave ride? It's supposed to be a close. I'll make the close noise. Yeah, yeah. Chris loves that. Chris is like the Michael Bay of imaging people. Is that a fair way to describe him? It is, except you know, he's fast, not slow. You see how uh, you know how Michael Bay though has every explosion humanly exactly. possible in his movies. Exactly. That's like Chris yeah, with somebody how, walking slowly away. You see, how oh. South, <laughs> you see how South Carolina lost that game? Oh man! Oh, yeah, we yeah, were. Did you, did you hear LZ during the traffic where he's like, "Oh crap! He, she stole the ball!" Those, and then we had to pot him down. Those ladies gonna be grandmothers and be thinking about that game. Oh, that's gonna yeah, haunt right. them forever. Yep, they stole really the ball. Cool so for people that don't know, Stanford yeah. was up one on South Carolina. This is like the last possession, an inbound. All of a sudden, double team of Stanford's player. They steal the ball. They go in for a layup, South Carolina, that would have won the game as time is expiring. They miss that, and then their best player, Aaliyah Boston, gets the ball like nobody in front of her for the putback, and the putback goes off back iron, and they lose the game. Yes, I want you to think – Patrick Ewing yeah. versus the Indiana Pacers. Correct. <laughs> yep. That's right. Correct. That's oh. what it was like. Yes. Heartbreaking. As soon as she missed that shot, yeah. as soon as she missed it, she put her hands on her head. Immediately, yeah. her eyes, the, just the water was streaming yeah. out of yeah. her eyes. Yeah. And she yeah. was being consoled, interestingly enough, by the Stanford players. Yeah. Which yeah. was amazing. Crazy. Yeah, it Andy. was amazing. Um, all right. Time for big deal or no deal. Laura, hit the music. So that way Greg can do his thing. All right, Greg. All right, are we going with Michael first for everything yeah, again? Yeah, let's just Michael, Michael Day? all Michael. Yes, and then since I am Sidney Poitier today, <laughs> guess who's coming to dinner? <laughs> yeah. You guys know that movie? I like Michael, we just like agree it. or disagree. Go. All right, so uh, Trevor Bauer is starting for the first time tonight, and he is going to be doing something pretty cool where he is going to donate $1,000 per strikeout of his own money throughout the season to uh, to each to a different nonprofit every single month, mostly to STEM, which is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, and a variety of youth programming in the greater Los Angeles area. So, Michael, is this a big deal or no deal? This is huge, man. $1,000 for each strikeout. That could equal, Let's say he has uh, 25 starts. You figure 260 strikeouts. That's $260,000 he could be giving to charity. That's huge. Big that deal. That is huge. That is huge. And yeah, we're worried to kind of get the people of this city and of this area behind you. You're the new guy. You know, obviously it's about performance, but we mm-hmm. also want to see what you're doing for the community and how you want to be part of this family. And this is a great way to say he is, even though he's originally from here, still, it is a nice way for him to make nice with yeah. the fans. Yeah, really with, a nice with deal. only one one small issue in all of it, which What's is what if he doesn't have a lot? So now listen, here's what he got to do. He got to go out there and he got to rack up the strikeouts mm-hmm. because the more, the more he seems to give. Very sweet, nice, nice idea. Go strike a bunch of dudes out. Yeah, it's great. that's yep. a big deal. I mean, hopefully what, the Dodgers right, will match it. There you go. Maybe. We'll see. What's next, Greg? All right. 
So the MLB All Star Game is being wait 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 wait. From what happened? What happened to the? What happened to on, on to the next one? On to the next one. It, on to the next one. There we go. Yeah. Okay. You. I just yeah. never know. So, <laughs> all right. So the MLB or Michael is Laura, always shade. <laughs> always shade. Yeah, always shade. Always shade. Always shade. I have so game. many things to do back here, and he sees it when he's in the studio. But he Laura, loves to shade Laura. me on air. He's allowing oh, you oh, to oh, be hey, shamed you're by blame him. Me. Mm-hmm. You're, you are going to blame me for something. Never mind. All right. Add, add. Mommy and daddy are fighting. <laughs> Michael, Michael, just take the blame. Michael, this is the All-Star game is being pulled from Atlanta the, the, for, in the MLB, and rightfully so. So is this a big deal or no deal, Michael? Big deal, because it's going to affect the Atlanta com, uh, economy. Because I don't know, maybe because of COVID, usually the All-Star is All-Star weekend or you know multiple events that's going to put a lot of people at work. So a lot of people will miss out a chance to get to miss an uh, op, uh, opportunity to make some money here because of uh, the, the boycott. So this is a huge deal. And if that's the way they feel about the All-Star game, then why are they going to actually play games in Atlanta with the Braves? Hmm. This is a huge deal. And what about Coca-Cola? Is Coca-Cola going to stop, uh, move their headquarters? Will Delta stop flying into Atlanta? So where does it stop? I don't know. Because everybody's saying they should, and, and businesses should. Businesses pull out of Georgia and leave people unemployed? This is a huge deal when you see stuff like this starting to happen. So do you think that they should or should not have pulled out the All-Star game? I don't know. I mean, I guess they have a right to do it, but it's going to hurt a lot of people who need jobs. What about the people who need votes? Yes, those are important too, of course. But uh, showing your ID for a vote uh, shouldn't be a problem. I agree. Because I you have agree. to show your ID for everything else you do in life and any other well, transaction. That's, well, that's not true. That's not well, true. if you go to the bank, if you go through TSA, no matter what race you are, you have to show your ID. If I go to the club, though, I just well, go, what's up? They well, just let me yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You like, you know, like I belong there. Yeah, that's because exactly. you, you, got, you, got, you don't, you don't so, need credentials. Sean, you know the column. Right. You know ID so, well, yeah, this is a huge deal. So well, should they, NBA not play the playoffs in Atlanta? Have the Hawks play in Jacksonville or something? Are they going to get in? They, they're listen, in right now. Yeah. Right, listen, it, it, obviously, I agree with the idea. You know, it's consistent with who I am because when the NBA was confronted with the same thing with the All-Star game over Charlotte and its anti-trans bill, I thought the NBA should move the All-Star game, so I support the All-Star game being moved out of Georgia. I just think it's funny that the Atlanta Braves aren't actually in Atlanta anymore and they want to lecture people about hurting the city. That's true. They don't play in Atlanta anymore. <laughs> there is that, too. That's for sure. That is pretty fascinating stuff. Uh, Greg, do you have a quick one? Like, 20-second quick one. Go. No, no, no Just go. <laughs> we got, we're out. We're out. 27. That's it? Yeah, big I mean, Michael no can ba- give us some time. It's just him next anyway. That's right. Spock and a jock. Yeah. Okay, well, then, on the Wheel of Fortune the other night, they uh, – what is the, the correct answer was sole flounder, cod, catfish. And the man that got it right is David Peterson. He answered the question. He said sole flounder, cod, and catfish. And because he used the word and, Pat Sajak said, no, sorry, that's not right. And he lost because of it. Is this a big deal or no deal? It's a, a big deal because he didn't play the game right. Just like if you were on Jeopardy, you got to answer the question with a question. Got it? So you got to stick by the rules. Exactly. Are you yeah. saying that the A-N-D was not actually right. letters? Exactly. It was supposed to be an ampersand. 
Oh, yeah, of course. He lost. Yeah, he lost. So If you go $1 over on The Price is Right, you may have been closer, but you still went right. over. You're, Correct. You're yeah. Correct. So it's a big deal that he blew it. Yeah. It is a big deal that he blew it. Though, I hate when they do technicalities like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, come on, man. What are we doing here? Really? So on Jeopardy, you would say, let's say, um, let's say LZ Grandison. So mm-hmm. someone goes, uh, sportscaster. And instead of saying, who is a sportscaster, you'd let it go. <laughs> well, right. no, but you've got to start every answer. Gotta, Everyone knows yeah. on Jeopardy that you Phrase have to start at that. Right. Phrase yeah. yeah. it in the form of a question, please. Right. Yeah, see? There you so, go. Um, all right, we're done here. Michael, you and, uh, you and Sliwa, you yes. you, you going to get us a win today or what? Yeah, I think they're going to win, but don't be shocked if the Kings win. Uh, That's all I'm telling always, you guys. Always couching your bets. <laughs> but they'll right, win. Right. They'll win by right. four tonight. Okay. okay. I'll take it. it. A win is a win is a win is a win. Exactly. LZ, excellent work as always. You too, brother. Scott, excellent work. Much love, everybody. Michael, thank you for hanging out. Lauren, Greg, great job. Uh, Michael and Slee were up next, and Michael and John on the call at 7 o'clock. As Michael says, quote, Spock and the Jock are up next.